Good morning and work it. Work it, girl, because you're listening to the Coware Spooky LBC Podcast. I'm Nino, local psychopath and podcast person. (laughs) My pronouns are he, him. Thank you for asking. (laughs) I have with me here my fabulous spooky cohorts. Hey, it's Christoph here, your city favorite ghost. My pronouns are he, him, and that motherfucker. <laughs> Dr. Mikey here, your local succubus. <laughs> ah. My pronouns are he, she, all of them. So what do you have for us today, Nino? Oh, you know, just some quick tea and quick events, 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 quick, 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 quick. Take a sip. Take a sip, you big stupid bitch. All right, so this is the quick tea and the queer events. This is where we get into the L, the G, B, and the T of it all. Sometimes we get a little Q, too, if you know what I mean. Oh, no, I know what you mean, girl. (laughs) So what are these queens talking about today? (laughs) Today, this week. Today and gay. Joe Biden vows to protect LGBTQ plus rights. Also in gay, Gavin Newsom signs nine bills to enhance LGBTQ plus protections. Dang, that's a lot. Uh, today in trans, Transgender History Month approved by California Assembly. Okay. Also in trans, Sylvia Swain is Alabama's first openly trans candidate. Also in trans, a new mausoleum for trans women has opened in Mexico City. That's cool. Hmm. Mexico City is just... The New America. Oh my. The New America. Today in non-binary, for the first time, the U.S. Census may start asking about gender identity. Also in non-binary, a new Lyft feature will let riders request women or non-binary drivers. Oh. Today in what the fuck, in Scotland, HIV diagnosis in heterosexuals overtake those in gay and bi men. Do any of you queens know about any of these things? The Sylvia Swain, Alabama's first openly trans candidate. She's cute. Very cute. Let's read about her. This is from the 26 <laughs> <laughs> 26-year-old Sylvia Swain is having a busy fall. The Alabaman has told the press repeatedly that she's not a career Republican or <laughs> a career politician, but after her state house representative resigned, triggering a special election, she suddenly with less than 2 months pulled together a campaign. Having so little time is a blessing and a curse, Sway grins, seated on a Zoom call just two weeks out from the special election. She's one of seven Democrats running for open seat in House District 55, representing parts of Jefferson County. We don't have a year to fundraise thousands and hundreds of dollars. We don't have a year to do multiple rounds of mailers and TV ad campaigns and all that, Swain says. But the blessing is that no one else can... Is that no one else can do that. You win an election by knocking on doors and making calls to voters. That's exactly what Swain's been up to. Running a campaign on the ground in Birmingham. Birmingham. Um, blah, 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 blah. blah. <laughs> da, 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 da. What are your policies, though? Exactly. Mm-hmm. What are your policies, Queen? Hmm. I think that's, like, sometimes the the problem with politics. It's like they get stuck up in the identity politics of it. It's like, oh, we have a queer p- person representing, we have a black person representing, like, all the qualms that have to do, all these isms related to these people, you're solved because they're representing you now. And I just think that's, like, 
such a false like equivalent mm, i see what you're talking about because like this like this is just focusing like on, she's trans yeah and it's like there's a lot more that goes into being a politician let's see what it do look like in her um in this article in this interview the reporter asked her do you sense that your campaign is already having an impact since you already started this before, you know, September 26th. And she's like, I've seen a number of comments on social media posts on TikTok or Instagram saying, wow, for once I'm proud to be from Alabama or just, I just moved away from Alabama as a trans woman, but I'm so grateful to see you doing this. I think about who I was when I was a middle schooler and a high schooler thinking about that kid <clears throat> who never felt like they belonged. I hope that this campaign tells those kids that they belong and that they are future here and they don't have to leave to be who they are which is good but mm -hmm. also like it's kind of good because we have a young trans person that's going to be running for that um that seat mm -hmm. but we also don't know like what, what they are. Right, what, what are your politics yeah. what i mean like uh, you say democrat but you know oh, we who, know who knows you know what i'm saying like you can get in there and be like Caitlyn fucking Jenner. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's true. And like, but hopefully it goes well, but I'm glad that she had the um, courage to run. That's true. I'll give you that. That's good. Go queen. Mm -hmm. Even though you're sus because you don't have any real stance. <laughs> <laughs> but if a straight people can be a career politician, why can't a trans? If sh uh, what was it? Uh, Santos, he just lied about his whole shit. Like, never mind. I take Better it back. Better than Santos. <laughs> shit. Gotta replace one. <laughs> Joe Biden says that gay people and LGBTQs are part of our shared humanity. What do you guys think about that? Part of our shared humanity. I mean, yeah, we're everywhere. We're everywhere in nature. Like, it's not just, like, humans who are gay. Like, there's a lot of homosexuality in the an animal kingdom as well. So, right. we are part of nature. We're valid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are valid. <laughs> we valid as fuck. But also Biden, like, there's been all kinds of anti-trans and gay bills, and now you're just like, oh, we'll protect you, but um, we need it now. We need it, like, yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see what exactly is going on that he's actually, that is actually making momentum. So Biden has taken steps to protect LGBTQIA uh, plus rights in the U.S. Two years ago, he signed a memo committing the U.S. to promoting LGBTQIA plus rights abroad as part of his government's foreign policy. He's frequently spoken out in favor of advancing equality. And what else? These include several states introducing restrictions. No, that's not it. So he's essentially a spokesperson abroad for lgbtq plus rights but at home he's not doing much yeah like that 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 is nothing what i mentioned he's a he's a gay brand ambassador it's <laughs> <laughs> basically what he is cool yeah i mean that's useless <laughs> i mean that's cute right. you know like it's a great like way to like bait the gay community but like ultimately you're doing nothing for us don't talk about it be about it yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. He ain't being about I shit. I mean, I will give him that, like, 
he spoke uh, in favor of like marriage equality when no one else was and then kind of forced Obama to change his stance. Mm. Um, but that's about it. That was probably just like a mistake too. <laughs> <laughs> I would assume that Joe Biden has some kind of fucking gay person in his family. Mm. At least, does. right? At this point in time? Mm. Yeah, that's true. They may not know it yet, but... Some, like, lesbian cousin. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see Biden. I don't I don't, I don't believe you, I don't, but... Right. <laughs> I'm not holding my breath. I don't see shit happening. <laughs> Unless I'm bobbing for an apple. Bobbing apples. But um, I seen that we was talking about, you mentioned uh, for the first time that the U.S. Census may start asking about gender, gender identity. Mm-hmm. So, um, according to them.com, the U.S. Census Bureau wants to gather more information about Americans, sexuality, and gender uh-huh. identity through one of its largest national surveys, which could help state and federal agencies better understand the scope and needs of LGBTQ plus communities. In an announcement posted to the Federal Register on Tuesday, um, officials opened up public comment on per- proposed new questions for the American Community Survey, which collects demographic and socioeconomic information from around three to four million households every year. If the proposal is approved, the Census Bureau will conduct a test next year to try the questions in multiple forms. The test questions will ask about each household member's sex as assigned at birth. And for residents 15 or older, will they ask about their current gender and orientation? If assigned sex and current gender gender do not match, the additional follow-up questions will be added. So respond, respondents may select between male, female, transgender, or non-binary for their gender. Why do they need the born as? Because I think they probably want to see, because a lot of, I want to say, is that because some of those, uh, some of these bills and laws that they're trying to enforce uh-huh. is trying to I guess and Dr. Mikey correct me if I'm wrong may be able to speak on some of the um, dollars that's going towards mental and physical health at a certain age or like because they, they ask at a particular age and that age is 15 so I guess they might want to try to correlate if that age has something to do with like puberty or like you know like but I mean, so, I feel like if you're already checking, oh yes, on the list, yeah. non-binary, it's like it's mm-hmm. already assumed probably that you might have been something else before you chose non-binary. But no, no, I think because they're asking a sign at birth yeah. versus then what's your gender you identify as of now. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what you, I don't understand. Because you can't, because an individual may just put male. But they assigned birth was female. Oh, that's true. So they won't Good know catch. technically. Mm-hmm. But why does the that, census need that? So when they, because a lot of, I think when they pass bills and go to the Senate and, you know, bring shit up to the floor, they go off some of those records. They go off the census. They go off those, mm-hmm. that information because this is the information of the people of the land. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we're talking about like resources. So like census is important because like, you get to know who lives in your area and then um, you're going to funnel in theory, funnel money towards like programs and things that are going to help like your most vulnerable population. So like it is important to know if there's trans people in your community, because then you can offer um, resources and programs to help and support them. No, I get that. Yeah. But like 
if I'm saying I'm trans, like why you need to know anything else besides oh, that? Well, I think I think that the, that's what Walter was saying is that there are some trans people who don't mark transgender; they mark male or oh, female okay. who because they identify within the binary. Mm-hmm. So um, that question of asking their assigned gender at birth is going to catch catch that or mm-hmm. help identify more trans people essentially right interesting i don't know i just feel triggered I mean, like why are you gonna it, use I mean, this information quite, against me for it's, it's quite trick it could be triggering because mm-hmm. you just never know what people use information for yeah. yeah um but it's also you just had to either bite the bullet or you know not you know not do it but they also i don't know if you guys remember because back in 2017 um that's when was it 2017 that was it obama who was in office then but no it was trump trump administration department of justice uh they blocked the census for adding those mm. um questions to mm. the census so this is finally coming back around um, from a 10-year national census to have them begin asking those questions for the LGBTQ plus um, individuals that's within the United Nation of America. I see, I see. Hmm. I see, I see. But yeah, I feel like that's a, a good step. Yeah. It's all about data. I've been always about a data in the motherfucker. I'm always about a conspiracy. <laughs> what's your, right. what's your conspiracy? Is, They're going to use it against to come to my house and <laughs> kill me and chop my head off. <laughs> You're gay. I'm done with you. Come with us into the paddy wagon. But speaking of non-binary, one new feature that Lyft brought up oh, yes. is, which I think is an awesome idea, but also, according to them.com, Lyft is launching a new feature aimed at matching women and non-binary riders with more women and non-binary drivers in their area. As NPR reported, the feature, which the company is saying is highly requested, comes shortly after the company faced a series of lawsuits claiming Lyft did little to protect passengers and drivers from physical and sexual assault. Last week, the rideshare company announced that the feature dubbed Women Plus Connect will roll out in the coming months. To use it, women and non-binary riders will receive a prompt in the app to select Count Me In, which will turn on a preference that prioritizes matching them with the driver who are also women or non-binary. However, the match isn't a guarantee. If so such drivers are available in the area, customers can still be matched with men. So this isn't the first time that a rideshare app has introduced a feature specifically aimed at women and non-binary people. Last year, Uber launched a similar feature um, in Australia called Women Rider Preference, which allowed women and non-binary drivers to note a preference for only receiving trips requested from women. Um, So Lyft is only rolling out an exclusive product at the time when so many companies are shying away from the explicit inclusion of transgender and non-binary people. So hopefully that will be a nice feature that will help women and non-binary people feel safe mm-hmm. when they're in these vehicles with strangers. Um, it's currently set to roll out and select early access cities in the United States, such as take a listen listeners, Chicago, Phoenix, San Diego, and San Jose. 
You can learn more about Lyft's Women Plus Connect feature and receive updates uh-huh. about it. It's availability in your city by visiting the official webpage. Oh, uh, so because I can understand that, like when women get into these cars, and it's a bad vibe. Like, what can you do? Like, you already then. Can I also the, request a gay driver? I don't want a straight driver. I mean, but how? <laughs> can I get a lady? As a <laughs> as a cis gay man, can yeah. I still get a lady? But that don't also mean that you can be respectful to a woman. Just because you're a cis gay man don't mean that you have the respect to a woman or a non-binary because we can also see within our own community. I don't care. I want one. I know. But, <laughs> I, but statistically, in our own community, cisgender gay men are not that... How, what word do I would like to use? They're not that open-minded when it comes to women and non-binary. They also like to push the envelope mm. and be quote-unquote dicks. You know what I mean? Um, so hopefully they will get the safety that they need in order to feel safe while driving with Lyft. Yeah, I think that's great. I think that's going to be very helpful for to create safety and to... Um, and to like, that's how you center and, and like support your, your most vulnerable populations. I love that. Go, who is it? Lyft? Lyft. Lyft. Go Lyft. But I do agree. I want a gay driver. I don't want no straight men drivers. Right. Well, you want to know something funny? I had a gay driver uh, not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's Long Beach. So yeah, yeah. most of our drivers, you may run up on a gay person. But this individual was hilarious because we was uh, on our way to the Fox. And it was a group of us. And he had like his OnlyFans um, like sticker on his window. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. Like you do OnlyFans and stuff. Da 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 woo woo. And then he was like, yeah, but I'm trying to shy away from it. You know, da da da. I was like, well, we're going to the Civil Fox. So, you know, you can probably come up on the Sugar Daddy if you come on inside. <laughs> He's like, no, like I'm seeing somebody right now. And, you know, like I was like, oh, okay. So how's that going? Like, you know, like do they know that you, you know, only do fans. Only, do OnlyFans? Mm-hmm. He's like, well, that's why I'm shying away from it because I think <laughs> it may, you know, come to something serious. Well, you better say it at some point because it's gonna come out, bitch. Right. Right. I was like, just be, be upfront honest. With it. Right. You don't want somebody a... who isn't down for you. Right. Just because you probably is, you may only have one video on that motherfucker, and it may be that one video that get seen by somebody he know. And if your partner is judging you for being a slut. Dump them. Right. Don't be with them. Do what makes you happy. A sex positive boyfriend. <laughs> Y'all hear about Gavin Newsom? He signed a trio of bills to protect LGBTQ plus youth. Get it, Gabby. What Daddy Newsom saying? So he signed three pieces of legislation that would support protections for LGBTQ residents in California including setting implementation timelines for LGBTQ cultural competency training by public school staff and teachers, establishing task force to identify needs for LGBTQ students, and requiring courts to keep confidential any petition for a change of gender and sex identifier. Training people how to deal with us gays? Yeah, so like cultural competency, (laughs) bam. Good, because they fucking need it. They're going to teach you all the acronyms and Jesus. all that stuff. Be sensitive, bitch. Right? Dumb ass. So yeah, they're going to give that to teachers and staff so they can uh, better help and support LGBTQ youth. Thank you, Gavin, for brainwashing America. 
he's coming he's coming for that presidency right imagine super super crazy Mm-hmm. He's trying to come for your guns, you stupid bitches. <laughs> Which I don't know if I care about. I don't know. Right? What's on the You don't care about guns. Mm-mm. But but yeah, I think it's great. Like I think it's important that the youth are being protected and that we're standing up up for it here in California. Because look at all over the states, like people are getting denied. Like what is it? Uh, critical race CTR. Theory. Yeah, critical race theories being thrown out. You yeah. know. So I'm glad. Like. And we hear a lot of things happening in California, like what the Glendale, Riverside. There's still a bunch of anti-LGBTQ yeah. communities and pockets. So this is going to help with that. Yeah, it ain't safe. Mm-hmm. What else? What else have we got to wet our whistle with? What about Scotland? Yeah, you know what was funny is my coworker was talking the other day about... He was like jokingly talking about how he doesn't use condoms <laughs> because, you know, he's straight. So as long as the woman, like I have said before in this podcast, as long as the woman is on birth control, he sees no reason for a condom. So because straight people don't believe that they get STDs, I think. <laughs> Anyways, well, so. Neither, neither do gay people sometimes. Well, <laughs> and I think we just hope harder. <laughs> hope <don't>. harder. <laughs> Candle burning. <laughs> Um, so I was like, dang, I was like, I know that HIV is on the rise for these straights. I'm like, what if he had got HIV? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. He don't be wrapping it up. And they're not like educated on shit like prep. Yeah. So it's like. Cause it's not being targeted at them. I know that, <laughs> you know, what? a lot of people don't even know that prep exists. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. insane. It's been out for like what? Almost <laughs> 10 years now. Right. Yeah. Mm hmm. I mean, granted, I just got on the last year, but I went out here in these streets like that. I mean, I'm sure you still knew about its existence. I love how you. I may, I may have heard something. Then again, you just became <laughs> gay, right? <laughs> I've always been gay, but I've just. She was born out. this way. She just subscribed. <laughs> my subscription is on it's renewal. A pay. I think my subscription is on renewal. <laughs> you finally got a paid one. <laughs> <laughs> You're just on the free app. But yeah, but according to the Public Health Scotland, 42% of new HIV diagnoses were in heterosexual people last year, while 29% were in GBMSM. Uh, Levels of late diagnosis were also slightly elevated in heterosexuals, meaning damage to the immune system may have already begun. Begun, 27% of those who acquire HIV through heterosexual intercourse were diagnosed at a late, very late stage. Mm-hmm. This compares to 23% of uh, GBMSM. I would just assume that it's caught late because they don't assume they have anything. They don't test. They don't test. They don't think about it. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I'm sick. It would not be AIDS of all things ever. I mean, they have bigger things to worry about, like having a baby. You know, I'm sure if they're like, oh, yeah, we're not pregnant. They're just like, fuck everything else. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to be rude, but I think maybe a cure will probably be found faster. (laughs) These straights probably worried about it. Right. You give it to someone famous. Mm. But but yeah, go get tested, y'all. Everyone can get everything. I've seen a meme like. Hopefully everybody came back from Folsom um, with a clear 
bill of health. <laughs> like, hope your STD uh, check came back clear. Well, in, in theory, and it's so easy, right? Like, you just need com- um come together and have a community norm of like, hey, everyone needs to get tested before they come, so that way you don't catch anything here. That's but like, also true. Like, but I think like people just don't Be aren't caring. mindful, yeah, yeah, of community. That's bananas. I don't know. I feel like straight guys just. They don't get checked. I don't know what it is. Because I know a girl, I know a couple girls who have been like the victim of a guy who'd never revealed that he had an STD and they were in a relationship like for a long ass time. And then they gave him, they gave him an STD. He's never even like brought it up until they found out themselves. Dang. And it's like, what the fuck? Well, did he even know if he didn't tell her? Probably not. I Well, one of them I think knew. And I think actually the other one said... That they also knew too. Both oh. the straight guys knew. How do you not go get treated? Exactly. That's ridiculous. Mm-mm. Have y'all heard about Doxy Prep? I I've know. heard about it, but I don't know what it is. So Doxy I feel like it's like another pill. Yeah, oh, it's okay. a bunch of series. So Doxy Prep is they basically give you like doxycycline, which is used to treat gonorrhea and chlamydia. So you're on um antibiotics consistently so that it prevents you from getting like those STIs. I'm quite sure every medicine has a downfall. Oh yeah, antibiotics. What's one of the side effects of this new one? I haven't looked into yeah, it, okay. but just antibiotics in general like wreck Plus your, with your, your stomach gut. And shit in your gut. Yeah. yeah, your healthy gut uh, microbes. So that's not going to be good. Mm. I mean, if you're having like a whole phase Mexico City has dedicated a new mausoleum to trans women, the first such memorial site of its kind in the country. In an Instagram post from last week, the organization invited people to the inauguration celebration of the mausoleum, calling it a place of rest for their trans sisters. That's cool. Go Mexico. Mexico is showing up and showing out for these cues, unlike the rest of the goddamn fucking America. Yeah, they're also doing it to raise awareness because um, recently at least 56 Mexican trans women were murdered um, between 2021 and and 2022. So it's the second uh, highest anti-trans murder rate in Latin America during that time, second only to Brazil. Damn. Yeah. So it's raising awareness, right? It's letting people know like, hey, this is a problem. Mm-hmm. Well, did you guys hear that California has become the first state to declare Transgender History Month? That's good. The state assembly last week passed a resolution marking August as the month, the trans month. The resolution doesn't require approval by the Senate or governor. Yay. So now we have a Transgender History Month in August. Commemorating the August 1966 uprising at Compton's Cafeteria in the city, which saw trans women, drag queens, and other gender nonconforming people stand up against police harassment. So the state has chosen August. That's good. Get it. Get it, trans. Um, Beautiful. I'm glad. It is nice. Even though we're still attacking them. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, gotta pass some more laws. Get to it. Get to it. <laughs> uh, you went to Folsom. Do you want to tell the folks what Folsom oh. was like? I mean, 
I'm not sure if any of our followers um, had the opportunity to visit Folsom, but it's quite an experience. And I do recommend if you are an individual who is, I don't want to say like sexually liberated, right? Sex positive Mm -hmm. and or thinking about becoming sex positive. (laughs) If you're currently sex negative. Yeah, right. But you know, like, because some people like, "Uh, I don't know. Because it's right. Because also it wasn't as crazy as it could have been, but also it was kind of interesting. (laughs) So um, I went with a gay friend and a straight friend and we were clothed, but there was a lot of people who were clothed, but there were also a lot of individuals that were walking around naked. (laughs) Now, um, there was also straight couples, gay couples, lesbian couples, trans couples. The umbrella was umbrellaing sort of speak was your umbrella folded or open my umbrella was folded i was i had a jack like i fully clothed like i was like oh my god like my eyes because like, <laughs> some of the stuff it was just like in and, and it was it, I, i'm quite eyes. sure that it was liberating for other individuals but i was like oh my god i probably need a couple more times to go to feel confident enough to walk around naked mm. Or unclothed, or either just with my jock strap on. Like it was some people that was just, you know, you know, and it was very body positive too, because there was a lot of individuals who had nice bodies, but it was also individuals who may felt like if that was in my body, I would, I, I couldn't. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I couldn't walk in, I couldn't walk in my body. They were brave individuals. Also. Correct. So I'm not confident enough within my own body to do so yet. In mm. a public setting that is fulsome because it's outside daylight now if i was in a bailed house that's a different story you know what i'm saying so i think the the sun was glowing on all the beautiful children of Folsom. <laughs> i mean that's a lot i mean to be honest i literally just went to raging waters for the first time in my life and that was the most publicly naked i've ever been oh, really? just my shirt off <laughs> and i'm like oh my god I feel... and then to add more to that, like when you go to this urinal, the stall, mm-hmm. it's like you're just pulling your shorts down. So it's like you're basically just like naked, naked in the fucking move. stall, mm-hmm. like pissing. So I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I'm fucking naked out here. Like it was weird. It's weird to be publicly. Right. And naked. I want to get that in that space where like, okay, let's say for instance, if you ever been to a um, nudist colony mm-hmm. where those individuals are just walking around nude, it's basically that. Yeah. yeah. But times 200. Because also now you see individuals um, engaging in sexual acts mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of bondage and like different. Um, so that was a part of it. But they also had great musical acts, great um, artists. They had a wrestling match, like a almost like a WWE. Oh, that's cool. WWF or whatever. Um, so that was interesting. Um, it was. So was it quite, shocking? It to me, yes, because that was my first time. So, but I went in there with an open mind. Went in there with an open mind. But just seeing it out in the street is like, oh just, shit. <laughs> well, right. Just seeing it was something totally different. So, if I go next year, then I'll probably be already warned mm-hmm. and understanding what to expect. Okay, that makes sense. What, was there like any kink or anything that you saw that kind of like caught your eye that you would like want to further explore? Um. Not really that I've seen that I have not already tried. Mm. 
Um, now I did see some things that I know I would not try. <laughs> <laughs> so um, and and I also felt like I was like, oh, you know what? I'm not. A, I don't kink shame. And I think I've come to believe. <laughs> That I am a kink shamer. <laughs> he said, "Put that like shit that, away. Right, right, yeah. Put it away. That they got. That don't got no right here. But like, but you know what? To each their own. So I seen an individual just walking around with dried fecal matter, or mm-hmm. you know, like feces. Mm-hmm. Feces. Disgusting. It's just like, oh my god, what? But I mean, you couldn't tell him nothing. He was walking around proud, living his best, gorgeous life. motherfucker too. Like. You know just, what? The hottest guys are the most disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, he's like a supermodel. He's just walking around. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, what's this? Ooh. That's interesting. That's yeah. cool. Get it. Whatever gets you off. Whatever gets you off. <laughs> right. <laughs> just kidding. I mean, Would not you Nino. guys be open to going to Folsom once or I mean, in your lifetime? I'd be down to go and see what it was, but I don't know. I'd be down to go. It looks like I always wanted to go. It looks like a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. I think that I would, um, I would want to do the after party. So I don't know how much I would do like the fair fair, you know? I mean, it's good to just like, if you get there early enough, mm-hmm. you could just go and walk when it first opened. Is so it big? Could, yes. Oh, okay. I felt like it's a 20 block radius. Like oh, I, like, so it was from like, I want to say from like fifth to like, no, eighth to 20th. And then that's like six blocks, I think, six San Francisco blocks. And then it was from two blocks east and two blocks west. Oh, wow. So all of that. Imagine you're just like a regular person who lives over there and you're like, oh, shit. They know by now. Oh, I'm quite sure by now they know Mm -hmm. because this was their 40th anniversary. So on my birthday was also Folsom's birthday. Happy birthday. Folsom <laughs> treated me well for my birthday. I mean, it could have treated. I could have treated it better for theirs. <laughs> <laughs> I could have got into some mess. I mean, not like I could have got into some things. <laughs> some shit all over you. <laughs> some mess. But yeah, I think um, this may be something there for start of a annual. Really? Yeah, so I can get comfortable and confident within my own That's sexuality cool. and my own mm-hmm. body. Yeah. I feel like to be at Folsom, you had to do like a lot of work to take shame away from sex yeah. and pleasure. Because I feel like that gets like fed to us. So and it much. was. And now, believe me or not, when I do say there was sexual acts going on, now that was not the the most that you've seen. Like I think it was just more just walking around and being nude and just being and trying some of these other fetishes. Like it wasn't just like a freaking huge orgy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it was just like people walking around. In their God-given body, just enjoying the festival. That's cool. You know what I'm saying. So, like, I think next year will probably be like every year. I will probably like lose less clothes. Mm. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, I think that's going to be my goal. I think society needs things like Folsom. Yeah. They do. It reminds me of like the medieval times. <laughs> People are <laughs> like the Hieronymus Bosch painting where everyone's just like sticking a tube up your ass. Yeah. <laughs> And I think it also may do something good for the gay community in regards of just like how people are a lot of people. Well, at least me. I don't know. Cause I don't see, I haven't seen a lot of dicks before <laughs> unless I've in a relationship with somebody, but you know, like sometimes you are self-conscious about how your dick look. Mm, that's true. And it was so many different sizes and girths and like small, short, long, medium, just like, but also these motherfuckers had, 
the courage to do so and that made them sexy mm-hmm. that made them you know what i'm saying like so i think that hopefully i'll take that away from I, that's what i took away from Fossil and being able to hopefully incorporate into my own daily living when it comes to like, I'm viewing my body right that's cool i love that beautiful mm-hmm. go Folsom. Folsom, I- see you on 40 your 41st birthday when you think you'll go full nude <laughs> Probably look by that time I'll probably be an old man and don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Which they were there too. Yeah. So it's yeah. just like yeah. So you'll just be so. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It, if anything, it was a beautiful sight. It was a beautiful fucking sight. It was a lot of motherfuckers though. <laughs> it was a lot mm-hmm. of people. Yeah. A lot of motherfuckers. It was. <laughs> um. But yeah. But I think that's it for quick tea though, huh, y'all? I think so. Yeah. I'm. I'm not thirsty anymore. Wrapped it up. <laughs> Break right. time. We'll take a break and see y'all them. And we're back. Ooh, we're back. Ooh. So today I wanted to talk about spooky season. Well, a couple of different things specifically. Like, what do you guys do during this wondrous autumnal season? Are you a pumpkin spice? What about witchcraft? Have you ever <laughs> have you ever made a deal with the devil, Satan himself? They used to burn gays as witches, after all. So what about it? Ever cast a spell? Pumpkin carving? Do you have any fall traditions? What do you know about Dia de los Muertos? Hmm. What is the costume that you're gonna be this year, and so on? Are you guys a ba- basic pumpkin spice bitches? Cause I am. <laughs> I really am. You know, I already had a uh, pumpkin spice cold brew from Starbucks. I feel like it's so early. Like <sighs> the equinox like, hit. <laughs> I had a gift card for my birthday, uh, and so I was like, I need. That's why. I was also on the road, and I needed a bathroom. Mm. So I would like to use their facility. So I purchased a pumpkin spice cold brew. Hmm. Very nice of you. And a gay person made it for me. And it was, oh, at least he took my order. (laughs) (laughs) And it was delicious. But the pesto chicken sandwich was not so much delicious. So work on that. I don't know if I, uh, pumpkin is a lot of flavor. Mm. Sweet potato, motherfucker. But (laughs) that's when it comes to pies. But um, I did try like a little, I think they got like this apple crisp at Starbucks now for the Mm. fall. I do love fall. Fall is one of my, is summer and fall. That is my favorite mm. um, seasons of the year. Um, but yeah, like for the fall, like I love a good bonfire. But do you consume the pumpkin spice? Nah. Pumpkin spice, I do not. I do not mess with it. What about you, Very doctor? Rare. The only pumpkin spice thing that I fuck with is uh, Oreo pumpkin spice. Mm, cookies. Yeah, they mm. only have them during the autumn time. Mm. And oh my god, like the cookie is not chocolate, it's kind of their <sighs> vanilla and then the flavor inside <laughs> is a pumpkin spice and it's just it's so delicious. It's just the right amount of pumpkin mm. and spice. Those Oreos do taste like fall. Mhm. They do. They look like fall. Mm-hmm. I'm about They're to cute. look those and look mm-hmm. into those. Yeah, try it. They're good. I recommend. I mm. only like the pumpkin spice, the pumpkin cold brew, whatever the fuck it was that I drank. But um <laughs> I do see it in the short in the stores everywhere, and I kind of get like, mm. yeah, because everything come out pumpkin. Like, god damn! Like it was That's like true. a little like 
tongue in cheek for a while when like everything was and it was funny for like the first second they did that but now it's like okay i get it and it's like you're killing you're beating a dead horse yeah with the pumpkin spice fucking butt plug like don't need it sis too much and i love how like pumpkin spice gets so much hate now like you're a basic bitch if you like it mm-hmm. <laughs> like how did that even come to be because i think i don't even know how it came about i think because it was very popular amongst white women so that's how it became uh-huh. associated with basic bitches <laughs> <laughs> so you know one follows the other <laughs> but the person who started it was starbucks it had to be because oh yeah definitely. look pumpkin spice been around for a long time mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so like what mm-hmm. made you want to cold foam that motherfucker and put it into the coffee? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll take it. I don't, I really don't care for like seeing Halloween early in the stores. Like, I don't like seeing it like in fucking August. That makes oh, yeah. me grossed out. No. So, what's the earliest? I think like mid September is fine. Oh, okay. You hear that, companies? Mm hmm. I love Halloween. Like, put up all the decorations. I don't care. I'll, like nothing's too early. W- no, like once August, summer's over. Come Halloween, it's Halloween season. Okay. Yeah, like I went to the Halloween store, like where they sell all the costumes. What was it? The Spirit, uh-huh. and they have some badass things. I wish I was like rich. Really, they have they some ha- good stuff. They had like the a replica of the aliens from Al- Mars Attacks. Oh, and it okay. moves and it makes oh, sounds and it's so badass. Mm, and nice. they have like all kinds of Beetlejuice things. Mm. So it speaks to my heart. I do love Halloween. Halloween will be probably my favorite holiday. More than Christmas. Yeah, I mean Christmas is what just getting gifts because anyway, just getting gifts. Christ just wasn't born on the twenty fifth. 24th New Year's oh. Eve or whatever the hell it was <laughs> <laughs> that is true though no Halloween's the shit definitely I love Halloween yeah oh. spooky cat main character cat <laughs> um our neighbors have a gigantic Halloween display with like those 20 foot like skeletons that you see oh like those big ones yeah like those see, I like, like when people go all out and about for Halloween, like they do for Christmas, mm. all the lights and the the theatrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The lights, the camera, the action. Hola. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I I love Halloween. Like once, uh, like I got a house, or probably even just my own apartment. Like I always decorated for Halloween. Oh, nice. Um, it was Halloween and Christmas. Those are the two things that I decorated for. Um, and then when I got my house. Um, like I started decorating my yard. We had like all these skeleton animals. Like it's just fun. And I always loved Halloween since a kid. I remember like always wanting to dress up. Yeah. 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 I think this year I'm going to really try to buy a very expensive costume (laughs) so that I can slay for once. Have you always liked Halloween though? I have always liked Halloween. You have? I've always been Los Spookies. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've always like done like the same costume for like multiple years for whatever reason like when i was a little kid like i was a ghost from like age two to like seven and then what was i after that i was like nothing and i didn't go out afterwards and then from then on i was just a skeleton face (laughs) (laughs) a dia de los muertos face like every single halloween because i have like no other energy or options uh so you do you 
chose that for yourself. I did. But oh. this year, I'm going to try to change that. Change that. Nice. New and year, new her. And then I'll wear this new costume for the next <laughs> yeah i think i always liked it because of the costumes as well but also the candy when we were a children mm-hmm. so yeah like i think that's what made me like it and then it just grew into like when i got older i was able to do more crazier outfits mm-hmm. and like you know really push the limit when i was growing in college you know just go to halloween parties at the the frat houses and whatnot and just be like oh okay yeah mm-hmm so yeah, I costumes, and I don't really care what kind of costume it is. I go and buy a cheap one off of Amazon, and as long as I'm <laughs> dressed up and having a good time, and can play in character, I'm good. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I remember being a kid. One of my favorite things was going costume shopping, um, and because it was like it was so fun. You get to see like all these different things and kind of check everything out, and it was a great way to like you had an excuse to dress as whatever you wanted and whatever color you wanted without like people looking at you weird. They just, it's the season, right? So you get to be like, you could be unapologetically you. You get to explore. Right. I remember one year I was a jester. So it was like a purple and black like jester suit and the, but it was like a skirt and so it was kind of a little hiked up Ooh. yeah and i remember just like loving it i was like hey because that bells they my my grandma and mom sold sewed bells on it so i jingled oh, when shit, i walked nice. when i sashayed down <laughs> and i think i was like in elementary school when i did that oh shit and i feel like i always picked unique outfits i remember i was like pinocchio when i was like five Aww. and i was like a a a judge. A judge? I was a chic. Very, like, I've got canceled. What? <laughs> what else was I? Oh, my God. That was a jester. I think that was my favorite costume. Favorite. Yeah. But, I yeah, I think it was just a great way to kind of, like, express myself. And I, I think that's what I really appreciate about Halloween. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. My teen years, I was the scream. <laughs> Dude, yes, because that was the easiest, and it's also it was like so popular. Like right? everybody That's was true. at the the parties with the scream mask. Right, that was so iconic. Get you a black sheet, scare mask. Mm-hmm. Like, boom, I ain't gotta have a row. Fuck you, right. <laughs> I feel like I do associate the scream mask with like straight culture for whatever reason. Yeah, psychos. Well, because it's white teenage boys that are the killers. <laughs> there she goes. <laughs> yeah. There she goes. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what's your favorite scary movie then? Oh, you no, know, you have to say in the voice. <laughs> what is your very scary movie? Um, That's hard. I have a couple. I know. I can't just pick one. I'd say Rosemary's Baby is at the top 10. It's a good oh. one. But uh, it was a great movie. Um. It, do you know what it is? Yeah, I, heard, I mean, I've seen it before. Have you guys seen it? Mm-hmm. What yeah, do you guys yeah. think? I liked it. It was very, like, it's one of those, like, slow burn horror yeah. movies. And it's like more of, like... school one? Yeah, one it's yeah. It's more about, like, the horror of humanity more than anything else. Yeah. hmm Yeah. Twisted. <clears throat> yeah. I thought it was cute and fashion. Oh, cute okay. Fashion. <laughs> they, they were. They had were on point. You would then appreciate... The new season of American Horror Story. Oh uh, my god! I episode? was gonna say let's wa- let's talk about that because <laughs> I I watched fucking my boyfriend had me watch the first. I don't watch that shit, but 
my boyfriend had me watch the first episode. So wait, you never wait before we talk about that. You never, never seen, seen any of what? Stories? Never seen them. Come on now. Nope. Halloween so came in your shit <laughs> I just don't watch TV. Period. I mean, that's true. You don't fucking watch television. So I never seen it. And then so he also so not only did we watch the first episode, he also the fucking last episode of Coven, which then I was like, I would have not minded watching the whole season of this one, but then Coven. you just showed me the whole last and, episode. Okay. Oh shit! Yeah, Coven was nice. Coven was their best season for sure. Okay. Yeah. I was like, okay. But can we talk about Kim Kardashian? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Give me your thoughts now. Um, I mean, I don't really think about her that much. Yeah, I don't. I, I didn't watch the show. Oh, you didn't watch it? I mean, I watched American Horror Story, and it was less about, like, Kim Kardashian. And I wanted to, I don't even know why I watched it. Because I, I, I'm a fan, but... Mm-hmm. Like I heard Kim Kardashian Maybe it was because of Kim Kardashian I take it back I watched it because of Kim Kardashian I wanted to see like What it was all about I want to see what character She's going to play But yeah. she plays a publicist like she was playing herself Right But it's also like She's t- talking Giving her lines And I'm like Why isn't your face moving Where's the expression <laughs> I thought she was Playing Kris Jenner She's doing Kris Jenner and but I was actually shook. Seem like you're acting here. <laughs> Doesn't like seem like you're doing a stupid Kim shit. Actually, seems like you're doing an acting job. Which yeah. I was like, I was like, I believe this character obviously because it's you. Kudos, Kim. You and your boyfriend will continue to watch it for the whole season. Doing this, movie. I mean, our relationship works where I he turns on the TV and watches it, and I'm there <laughs> so with, that with i'm like bystander so that i'm just like so everything i watch is basically yeah like second hand so, <laughs> exposure so he's gonna turn it on and i'm probably gonna end up seeing it okay but um i thought it was good and then isn't that emma roberts bitch like transphobic also yeah yeah so that i heard about that made uh, that girl like um, quit acting altogether well i don't think i think I don't know if it was this ep- this season or this previous season, but um, the individual that was on the American Horror Stories was Angelique Ross, right? Mm-hmm. Um, who was amazing and she was imposed as well. But I guess on set, Emma said something very transphobic while not knowing it that, and while not knowing that she actually heard her say it too. Um, well, I so, heard that she was misgendering her mm-hmm. on right. purpose. Yeah. yeah. So then she was like doing it, not realizing that she can hear her. Yeah. So I guess it was like having a uh, like a a moment, and then she Emma told Ryan, who was the director, and was like, "Ah, uh, like Angelique is uh, messing with me," and he was like, "Ah, uh, you women, you you girls, quit playing," and Emma said like. <laughs> You mean you girl instead of girls? Mm-hmm. Like just like don't you mean like just one? And also, it, like isn't he gay? Yeah, yeah. Like bitch, no. See, but that's what I remember. To. I told you about them cisgender, um, cisgender gay men. They don't be having the backs of women and true. non-binary true. and trans women. Um, but yeah, I I believe that Angelique did say that you know. Emma did reach out and apologize and fake. She said, All "Give right. her, give her the moment and give her the time to do the um, the work." But we can't bash her now. She did a, 
she called her personally and said that uh, from what Angelique said. And then um, it's just for us to give her the time to do the work and see how she grows. But yeah, that was very, but that's fucking crazy, yo. Like, how can you be, I mean, but she's a Roberts, so... I don't, know, I don't know what that means, but she's over. <laughs> what does that mean about Julia? <laughs> don't bring her into this. <laughs> That's crazy, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but I do want to continue to watch it because it, it was kind of weird though, because I was like, what is this actually about? Like it was just giving like, uh, I don't know. Something about pregnancy vibes. Yeah. Right. It was giving like Rosemary Baby. Yeah. What's the Hulu show about with the red cloaks? Oh, what was that? The mm, house tail maids? Housewife. Yes. Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. There you go. Handmaid's Tale. The housewife's tale. tale. We was going to get there one way or the other. Yeah. It, it gave me kind of those vibes. Okay. I never watched that show, so I don't. Yeah. yeah. So it's something like that. But I also, you don't watch American Horror Story, though, right? I've seen most of the seasons. So did you watch last seasons? Mm, no, I didn't watch the New York one, right? The New York one? No. I didn't get through it, but it was a, it was a, I guess it was the gay season because it was in New York and about um, the leather scene. Yeah. Um, which was, I probably should have finished watching it before going to Fossil. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just like, it, it was just a lot going on in there too. <laughs> um, but I didn't get to finish the, the season. So unfortunately it wasn't gathering mm. together. I, I heard the one complaint about that season was how, um, it was mostly white gay men who were being casted. There wasn't a lot of POC. Oh, no. Um, which white. is, um, you're in New York. How are you not going to have any POC people in a show about New York? Like, come on, get it together. Like, right, there was <laughs> there was no WeHo there. <laughs> <laughs> so I heard that was one of the big complaints. So I didn't, uh, I didn't watch it. You didn't miss much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> hopefully I'll finish watching um, this season but if not you'll catch me up to date <laughs> I mean I guess I have to watch to see more <laughs> gotta do it but uh but wait yeah. did you uh, speaking of Kim did you see that butch haircut photo shoot she just did no no then never mind scratch <laughs> this edit um but the coven one was good too I like that lady with the red hair she's weird she's and I'm quite oh, sure yeah. I, and, I'm, and I want to say that I hope all the favorites are coming back cause it would just be great if they did because mm-hmm. she was the red haired lady she's always good and what's the one that uh, always plays like the mother or some shit like the older lady I can't remember her uh, name uh, uh, oh the blind bitch Fiona Did she play, yeah she Fiona? played Fiona and what you call it um, Lang something Lang yes Jessica Lang there Jessica, you go okay you God, we're getting it right. together <laughs> teamwork uh, right <laughs> she's pretty I love her and Everything American Horror Yeah. Story. Let me look her up. Angela Bassett, too. Angela Bassett, too. But yeah, and Coven? Yeah, oh, Coven perfection. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I might have to go rewatch that. Yeah. We were... Um, actually, the Coven was the first time I saw the Thurman, and that's the reason why I wanted the to who? play the Thurman. The Thurman? Do you ever... The Redhead of Witch, she plays an instrument, and it sounds like this, like, weird sound. Hmm. So um, that's where I saw that someone played the theremin the first time. Uh, so it's okay. the, it's the instrument that I play. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. okay. Now the the air. Yeah. I'm over here trying to. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but yeah. But yeah, hopefully I'll be able to finish that season and check it out. But that is one of my so Rosemary Baby is one of your favorite favorites. What's the movie that scared you the most? It wasn't even a scary fucking movie. <laughs> Ghost. <laughs> ghost was like it scared as a as a child and shit. That shit scared me. Like when them ghosts was coming out the street and shit. When they they shadows was coming up, that shit scared the <laughs> shit out of me. Like what in the entire fuck? That's funny. So Ghost definitely wasn't a scary movie, but, but it scared that, the shit. that that part right there scared the shit out of me. Um, and I think. Yeah, that was the only one that I can come to that is a scary picture. I mean, it's not a scary picture, but the scariest part of a movie to me. Mm, So hard, but I feel... I think probably the scariest one was probably... um, Like Freddy Krueger, because I remember getting nightmares about Uh, Freddy Krueger. I remember having one nightmare, and it was like I was in the bathroom, and then Freddy Krueger was after me. I was trying to hide in the stall. It was like a play out of one of the scenes. So I think for that reason, probably like Freddy Krueger. But like, I don't remember like being scared of it while watching it. Um, it was just after effect. Yeah, I like think it was just the after effect. Yeah. I would say surprisingly, um, I got like the really like he- heebie-jeebie, like creep out feeling throughout the whole movie when I watched the original um, Night of the Living Dead. Mm. Mm. Really? Yeah, I don't know why, and that's one of my favorite horror movies. The original '60s one, the '60s black and white one, one, yeah. Interesting. I remember just watching it and just like feeling like creeped out the whole time, and it was just like something's it, gonna get you. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Who was that old? Um, it was, uh, I think he was a director, but like he used to do like The Crow, and like he used to be in black and white. I know you were probably Vincent know Price. Like, nah, no, I don't think so. But Albert Hitchcock. Alfred oh, Hitchcock. Alfred Hitchcock, the one who would like yeah. talk. Yeah. Like birds. Yeah, I like love birds. birds. I said crows. <laughs> crows. Yeah, but the bir- birds, <laughs> the that sh- shit was crazy as hell, too. Like those type of movies, uh, like when he did his little talk and like, mm-hmm. now we return. I feel like I actually watched The Birds probably like over 20 times. I've seen that movie a lot. Like I used to watch it a It lot. is a good movie, though. Mm-hmm. I'm like that'll be fun if like <laughs> <laughs> that'd be fun. chaos just like started by birds attacking people. <laughs> hmm. Have y'all ever? Okay, this is one for the books. Tales from the Crypt. Oh, I love that show. Tales from the Crypt show was bananas. That shit was too scary for me. <laughs> I mean, it was like it was too realistic, right? I, yeah. When I saw that, when I even when they saw the theme song come mm-hmm. on, I was like, I need to and run like, away. Nope, uh-uh. <laughs> it was I scary. It, I felt like it came on right after the Simpsons or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It was just like you just get full of joy. You're like, oh, oh, it's time for the kids to, go to, to go to bed. Like, <laughs> I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm not watching this. That and the X Files scared the shit out of me. Oh well. yeah, I never watched the X Files either. Oh yeah. The theme song just like oh, like yeah. fucking mm-hmm. put chills down my spine. I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't watch whatever this is <laughs> too much it's too much it did tales from the hood was like mm. a offset of like tales from the crypt but as a movie mm. uh that was also scary as hell because it, they just did hood shit that made it scary <laughs> <laughs> i do feel like i remember people in the hood really liking tales in the crypt yeah mm-hmm. and then also also the leprechaun but then ah. the leprechaun paid he paid it back with Leprechaun in the Hood. Right. Right. <laughs> like, what the uh-huh. fuck? Leprechaun was good as fuck, too. 
That's so funny. That should always scare the shit out of me because I was like, I don't, I'm greedy like that. I would agree. I would wish for something and I would do it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And I would get fucked up from it. The leprechaun. They fucked it up when they went to leprechaun in space, but. Well, they always went took them to space. Remember Jason? Right. Right. Oh, yeah. What was, so it was Jason and then it was Michael Myers. Uh huh. Then it was. Freddy Cougar. Freddy. It was those three. From growing up as kids, also was like the scary movies, like that Nightmare on M Street. Mm-hmm. Don't go to sleep. Sweet I remember um, the Poltergeist scaring the shit out of me. Oh, I remember Ooh. the Poltergeist. Like that one. One of our yeah, friends when one? we were little. Yeah, they were watching it at my little friend's house when I was little, and I'm like, "Why are we watching this? This is too scary. We can't watch this." To my sister, and she's like, "No, I want to see it." I'm like, bitch, this is too scary. Anyways, <laughs> we watched it, and then I could never get the idea of, like, uh, Indian burial ground out of my head. Just being everywhere. But also, like, being at the same time, being like, well, we deserve it. <laughs> so, like, I guess it should happen. But also being scared. Yeah, that was the, the one who was like, me. come to the likeness. Yeah. Basically. But that scene where he peels off his oh. face. Ugh. Like... It was it's good true. for. I think it's it still holds up. It's a good film. Yeah. It does. I also really love like the others. Mm. Nicole Kidman. I could never get into it because I, I was told the ending before oh. I watched it. Uh, you can give it a try now. Yeah, like that. <laughs> I, but I don't think I've never seen the others. I was really. I remember um, Paranormal Activity when it came out. Mm-hmm. I saw yeah, it in the one. theater. And there was like everyone was packed in the theater, and then there was little kids in front of us, and you could hear them crying. And oh, I was like, "Fuck no. yeah, bitch! This is scary. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here!" But it scared the shit out of me, and I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> and then like I was like, "Fuck, this shit is scary." But then um, I remember after like just waking up in the middle of the night and being like, "Oh my god, there's a demon in my room, <laughs> and it's gonna kill me." So it like shook me for a while afterwards. Did you watch all of them or just the first one? Oh, the I first did. One. I oh, watched, sorry. I think I watched up to the second one. I might have missed the third one. And I think I saw the fourth one. Mm. And then I remember I went on a date with a guy to see the second one. And he didn't know that it was a, a fucking movie? fake movie. Oh, Like, we dumb. thought it was a documentary. Yeah. So after we come out of it, he's like, "What the fuck? What did you just take me to watch? These people just died in this, on this camera." And I'm like, "Wait, what, bitch? Are you stupid?" And he was like, "Yeah, that's what this is." And I was just like, "Honey, you're <laughs> you're slow. Was this he pretty? Is fake. He was all right. <laughs> I hate him. Anyways, <laughs> we don't like you. I was like, damn, you dumb. We digress." But, um, um, yeah, Paranormal Activity was good. Like the first two were pretty solid. Yeah, yeah I think so. Mm-hmm. Oh, because I was gonna say because you mentioned Poltergeist. Did you see the preview for the new one they coming out? No. With? So this time it's gonna be two girls who end up getting possessed, and then the person who was in the original one, I guess the lady who came to try to do the. Oh my bad, not Poltergeist. <laughs> Exorcist. Exorcist. Oh, Exorcist. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw that there was a poster for it i was like what that sh- the preview look bananas for that <laughs> like, oh shit Do we need to like see it? i think oh yeah yeah we should uh Damn. did you see the first one the original the original yeah mm-hmm. what'd you guys think of the og i thought it was boring 
Huh? I couldn't finish it. I mean, but like back in the day when it first came out, I think it was just like, oh, like it was like, oh, people lost the their shit. shit. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, people yeah. were throwing up in the aisles. <laughs> like people were just like fainting. People yes, like, were dramatic as fuck. Dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> then was y'all grandparents? I mean, it's not hard to scare Christians, <laughs> right? But this is so real. But you can imagine those people watching what we watch now. Like think of like right? Saw, right? Or the Purge, you know? Oh shit. Have you guys ever heard of a called a uh, cannibal holocaust? Oh, I'd heard of it. I have not. So allegedly, it was like a snuff film. Which do you know what a snuff film is? Yeah. It's like a movie where like people get so, murked on camera, killed on camera. Oh no! Is that for real? Okay. It's supposed to be for real. So that's what a snuff film is supposed to be. It's okay. supposed to be. It, it gives you the illusion that it's real. No, it's supposed oh. to be a real murder on camera. That's oh. what that's supposed to be. Oh. So it's like when somebody kills somebody on camera. Or like like scream For the purpose of like, okay. for the purpose of the video of a murder. Oh. Um, for stickos to watch it, basically. But anyway, so Cannibal Holocaust was post supposedly a snuff film because they showed like this alleged, I think like indigenous tribe. And it was like a cannibal tribe. And then they showed all these like graphic ass like depictions of like people like with their heads on like stakes and like shit like that. And just like crazy shit. And allegedly it was all real. And that this was like a real snuff film. But I think in the end it actually ended up not being real. And it was all fake. But. But I did watch it. And it was gross as fuck. Answer me this. Have you ever fucking watched Faces of Death? No, but I've heard mm-hmm. of it. I've so never heard of I, that. What? So Faces of Death, I'm like getting crazy. Like it, it will literally just show you actual murders on film. Like this was like in the early, late 80s, early 90s. Faces of Death. And I think it was probably like 12 season, twelve of those motherfuckers. It was just basically just video footage of people getting murdered and killed. Wow. Like in different ways, right? In different ways, all type of ways. It was just like, oh my god, this shit is crazy. But I think the editing was so good with it that it almost felt like I was watching a movie, but it wasn't a movie because every other scene is different. That's creepy. Yeah, it was bananas, but it was like so much to shit. Like everybody and their mother was trying to. Wait, so you watch watched it? Yeah. So what do they sh- like? Sh- like they explain just, some. So I mean, like shit, they just show like murders, but like, like okay. basically, like okay, like you for instance, somebody is just like is, some of them had like almost like sexual things to it too, like dungeons and shit, uh-huh. motherfucker. Almost like when people get um, like kidnapping and raping people and killing them just basically that uh-huh. and they just like come across the footage and that footage is meant for like police evidence but it's leaked mm. so they just put those out on faces of death dang that's crazy so this was way before all that graphic shit we see now on mm-hmm. television what made you want to watch it sicko? because it was interesting <laughs> it was just like oh like what is this because you see the cover it's like mm-hmm. oh huh what's that put it in <laughs> put it in <laughs> What was like the, the most gruesome thing that you watched? The most gruesome? I would probably say it had to be Faces of Death. I mean, which scene in that movie? Oh, boy. I, pff, that was so long ago. It reminds me of like internet shit. Yeah, like, and this rotten. was before the internet. Mm-hmm. Rotten.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was before the internet came, I think. Wow. That's I feel like that's weird. creepy. <laughs> I, I uh, sometimes, if I want to get really creeped out, I'll like go on YouTube and I'll, list, I'll like look for like um scary stories 
And it's like, I was listening to him about scary stories about the dark web. And those ones creep me out. Because it's like, mm. talks about all this shit that goes down that people see and do and like things that possibly are happening and la 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 la. It's creepy. And like you they just say, read like, it though. They say like people like, yeah, do shit like that all the time. Just like have live murder cams that people just log into and watch. Wow. Shit like that where people are just getting raped and what the fuck ever. Just depraved shit. I just watched this dark shit. Yeah, it wasn't even dark. I ain't gonna even bring it up because it's a corny ass movie on Netflix. But they had something similar in that movie is where people will go and just bet. And watch people get killed to see who is the last one standing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I I heard of that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thing. But yeah, um, I don't know. That's it was scary shit. I probably couldn't sleep for like a, a couple of days after watching <laughs> for a couple minutes. But, <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like I'm fine. But I found now is that one thing that I'd like to do after watching something scary is watch cartoons. Just to mm, bring you down. Right. That's funny. Get the scaries out of me. That's cute. <laughs> Gotta mellow out. <laughs> um But yeah, what's your favorite do you just say what your favorite scary movie is, Dr. Mikey? Freddy Krueger? Well, that was the scariest, right? I think my favorite is probably Night of the Living Dead. Mm. Oh, the, the nineteen sixty eight version, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I don't know. There's something about it just really creepy. I was really into like classic horror for a long time. Me too. I like looked up like I watched like the Nosferatu like mm-hmm. movie, which was oh. like pretty fucking boring. <laughs> um, stuff like that is mm-hmm. interesting to me. I used to love the Vincent Price. I used to watch oh, yeah. his films. Yeah, now, what was interesting. What was that? I don't know. Who Vincent that. Price is like this famous like horror actor in the 50s i think the 50s 50s 60s yeah i think so um and he just created like a gang of like uh movies based off based off of uh edgar Allan poe homes they did like tumologia like the raven okay so yeah so that's how he kind of got his face was he a queen I don't know. I he gave me queen vibes, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, hello, right? <laughs> I'm like, hmm. Let's let's look it up. Miss Vincent Price, Miss Kelly Price. Kelly Price should never call me a fat Kelly Price. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch is crazy too. <laughs> I wonder what she's doing. Being crazy, probably. Who knows? But also, while you're looking up Mr. Um, Price. <laughs> so, <laughs> Vincent Price's daughter, Vincent Price's daughter confirms he was bisexual. Oh, okay. And a pretty awesome dad. <laughs> Which is what really matters. That's all that matters. <laughs> Go by Vincent. Yeah, see? You find your queers. By visibility matters. Elvira's also a lesbian. Yes, What's she was. Good. Dark gothic queers. I mean, uh, dark like our souls. I think a lot of uh, you know what you believe it or not. There's a lot of people who feel like the the gays are so happy, are so happy. But we we're really dark and we're really dark inside and golf. (laughs) We've been through shit, but no, because I think golf and that type of uh, representation fits with us because we feel like we're alone so like when we're 
in that place of darkness and wearing nothing but um, black coat clothing. And I don't really know what goth means, but I'm just going off visually. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's just something we can resonate with because sometimes we may feel like we are the dark sheep or the black sheep, so to mm-hmm. speak, in the family when we're trying to focus on our happiness as an individual. So we just like shut down and goth speaks to that. Sam Smith. Right? <laughs> it's true. I had my goth face. It wasn't very goth, but it was just like I just wore black. <laughs> yeah, I was never bold enough to actually pull a goth look. Yeah, right. Like the whole makeup and everything. I had like dicky pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because anytime I wear black, it just looks like I'm a regular person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like you just look like this is your outfit at Olive Garden. Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> but but yeah, I loved Elvira. That's definitely a movie I watch every October. Mm-hmm. I love that movie also. I did not care for the sequel. Which was the virus Hundred Hills. Yes. Oh. It was a poor it was a poor film. I have it. Uh oh. I had to. <laughs> I love her. I remember being so pumped when it came out because mm-hmm. I was like starved for new Elvira content. Right. I believe it was two thousand and one. I think so. God damn. No. Was, I don't know. Maybe. Let's look that up. I feel like it was, but I was like, okay, the new Elvira movie's finally fucking coming out. And then it finally dropped, and I went to Blockbuster, and we rented it. And then after I watched it, I was like... What is this? <sighs> Not happy. Aww. Oh, my God, it is 2001. Boom. Wow, look at you. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, it's got a 69% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 5.6 on IMDb. I also have her Box of Horrors, because she got her start by being like a commentator on old horror movies. So she'll just tell jokes during the movie. So like you're watching movie and it'll, it'll like go to a joke. That. Yeah. She was like the mystery science theater. Yeah. But for scary. Which I feel like, why is that not still a thing? Like, I feel like you could definitely still make a living doing that. Everybody does that nowadays. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. like drag queens talking about shit. That's true. On camera. They're on YouTube now. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, really, right? She kind of like was the first person to just live commentate on mm-hmm. a film. Like, and also old ones, too. Yeah. Interesting. Go get her. Revolutionary. Icon. <laughs> you don't have any experience with Elvira? Mm-mm. I mean, I used to watch her because it used to be come on TV, but, like, I wasn't, like... You didn't rep for her? Mm-mm. You weren't a stan? I was like, what is this white lady talking about? The white lady spoke to my soul. <laughs> <laughs> Can't help it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But you, so, but I did like her because she gave like almost like vampire vibes. Yeah, and I've always been a fan of vampires, so I always thought that she was like a vampire. Yeah, but she wasn't. She was just like repping vamp, <laughs> right? Like I don't even know. Like she was just a she was a, a person, witch. right? She's oh, just she's a, a spooky witch? lady. Mm-hmm. Oh, because she did used to like used to have like that cauldron mm-hmm. or some shit. Oh, she got trained at um the, that comedy club, the the Brigade. Really? Yeah, uh, I think so. The Bright Citizens Brigade? I think so. Weird. I've noticed in recent years she's been trying to be more Cassandra Peterson, mm-hmm. which is her regular self. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I wouldn't want to get dressed up either with all that shit. Right, after all those years. She's like RuPaul. <laughs> but I mean, I think she's definitely making a killing with her merchandise at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm quite sure she... 
living in it. So you're a vampire fan? Dude, like, I think, like, any episode, any costume that I could come up with, I'm going to buy me some Dracula teeth. Some <laughs> Dracula fangs. I'm like... That's your vibe? I'm Look, right. I come out as a, oh, like, I got a fucking Whopper outfit from Burger King. Where's my fangs? <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite like, vampire? My mm. favorite vamp? Edwin. <laughs> it was... Um, Interview with a vampire. I never saw it. How was it for you? It was amazing. I mean, I just, I don't know what it is. It's just like, I think it's almost like, this is about to sound weird. I think it's them drinking blood as well as like them being able to be immortal. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like they could just live forever and just be in all the times and see how that changes within but it also allows them to be like they have to be like discreet and shit. So are you caught up in vampire lore? I'm not. Because mm. I was gonna ask a question that are you really immortal if you have to sustain yourself with blood? Something. Because I mean, I still have to sustain myself with water. Mm. And I'm like, if I don't get it, I'll die. So I'm not immortal. But I feel like lore is that like. They may like dry up and go in like what's that state like? Is it homeostasis where your body just conserves so you stay alive? <laughs> yeah. But I think once they get that drop of blood, then like they're, they're alive. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think that's part of vampire lore, or I've <laughs> seen that in certain in vampire certain movies. movies. Yeah. Have to keep it going. Yeah, like um, Underworld. Mm. Underworld. That's one of the themes. Yeah. yeah. I love Underworld. Me too. Did you watch the Bram Stoker Dracula? Yes. I thought that was definitely vibes. Aesthetic. It was. Definitely. I mean, I I don't think I've seen a vampire movie that I really didn't like. Even if it was trash, I still liked it. (laughs) Dracula Dead and Loving It? Huh? (laughs) Dracula Dead and Loving It? (laughs) Leslie Nielsen? (laughs) That was a beautiful film. (laughs) I used to watch that all the time. It was hilarious. I also loved Young Frankenstein. Mm, oh, I love Young yeah. Frankenstein. I loved Ernest Scare Stupid. Yes. Uh, With the trolls. Classic. Yeah. Eartha Kitt. <laughs> Best acting to date. What's oh, your favorite uh, spooky character or, you know, individual? Not individual, but like what? Thing. Like character? Simple. Like a ghost or like, like Frankenstein. Yeah. Like what's your, because mine is a vampire. You're like, what is. Mm. I like that like cute depiction of a ghost where it's like a boo ghost. Like Casper? <laughs> kind of. Oh. But that vibe. Mm. Where okay. it's like got like a tail where? and it's like got two dots for eyes and like a mouth and it's like boo. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I don't really like actual spirits. <laughs> um <laughs> Pumpkins are cute. What else? Mm. Skeleton. I'm definitely an alien person, but I feel like that it's not really Halloween. No. Because that's too, like... Separate. Real now. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like for me, it's... But that's when they come out, right? In Halloween? Halloween? Yeah. Because they can walk around without being seen. Oh. That tested out. That makes S- sense. Something about the... The veil. The veil, yeah. The veil. The thinness between... She knows. Yes. Between this realm and the next world. <laughs> the fourth dimension. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I think mine's witches. Witches. I love witches. Yeah, I, I just can't help it. Witches. I love like the craft, charmed. <sighs> um, what other witches do I love? Yeah. Mm. I love Sabrina, the teenage witch. <laughs> Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. That's childhood right there. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just, there's something about witches. I love it. I think that there would be my second. Mm-hmm. Witches. Have you ever done witchcraft? When I was a kid, I would go and Google like witchcraft spells. <laughs> Google. Yeah. It was Google first came out too. Um, <laughs> Google's like no. because I used to love the craft and I used to watch that like all the time and in those the in that movie they did spells that were called like glamour so it would change your appearance mm. and so I was like oh that's cool so I went in I'm like let me see what, what this is about let me do one of these glamour things you know thinking that was gonna work so I tried to glamour try to change the color of my eyes so it didn't work it didn't work oh you weren't intent enough I wasn't. Your mind was I didn't in the want right it. place. Let's you, try it again. <laughs> is that the only witchcraft you've done in your life? Um, I mean, I think I'm more spiritual now. So I create things like altars. Okay. Um, and so I do them like I have one in my workspace. I have one in my like yoga space. Um, so I think like that could be seen as like witchcraft or a brujeria, you know, because like I make um, moon water. Like, I just put, like, a jug of water in the moon and, like... And what, do you drink it? No, well, I don't. I mix it with um, ruda and rosemary, which are, like, for protection. Mm-hmm. And, like, it becomes, like, a, s- a protection spray. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm so. And moon water is all about, like, change and, yeah. like... And do you make it on stuff. a full moon? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you yeah. just sit it out there and it, it absorbs there. the moonliness? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. So I do practice... <gasps> A little bit. How did I know? <laughs> she knows. And it's just, and I get it because I mean, like, I feel like my ancestors are witches. Oh yeah. So I feel like it's in me somehow. Can I just you speak on this heavily. Uh, not heavily. I cannot oh. because <laughs> I'm not. I'm not fully. I I said just a bit. Um, and it's only because like when I read things and um, like it it resonates with me. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But I do have a friend who also um, practices. Um, so they will also like give me certain things to like a certain candle and then something to burn. And then this to say, like when I first moved here and I was trying to look for employment and things of this nature, and I would go out on a job, like, mm. if you want this to be yours, you say this, da da da, burn this, burn your resume, da da da, you know. Yeah. So, like, those things that I have practiced on as well. And then I also do spells that I see that like on certain um, followers that I follow on Instagram. So like on the full moon, like I make sure that I get my crystals, I energize my crystals mm-hmm. on the full moon. I um, do a burning of um, $2 bills for um, fortune mm. um, and dance nude. Um, while burning it, um, and then so like it's just it's like those type of things that I do. Really, um, she yeah. full on. So way. I'm like, like, not <laughs> expecting <and> I, that. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like and you know like the basic you know I do my sage and you know yeah things of that nature mm-hmm. but like those are some of the things that I've done that's out of the norm, mm-hmm. so to speak. 
So I feel like somewhere deep within me and then in my past, in my ancestors, I, my ancestors were witches and things of that nature. So, yeah. Interesting. Have you ever practiced any witchcraft? You know I have. <laughs> she a deep witch. Witches in this motherfucker. My mom, who has since passed, I also know was a witch. Oh, okay. Well, she's the one how I who got all, I got all these ideas from. <laughs> because I remember when I was little, my mom was like one of those like new age like nineties women. Mm-hmm. So she definitely had like um, incense. And like funky fabrics. <laughs> Not funky fabrics. <laughs> and like, uh, you know, like that Enya vibe. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. And it's like, we're going to do relaxing <laughs> and meditation like type okay. vibe. Very woo-woo. Very woo-woo. Um, and when when we were little, I don't know why, but me and my sister were really into like, like mm, like scary books and like scary story shit mm-hmm. and like witchcraft shit and my sister got <laughs> when we were like when i was like in sixth grade um oh actually even before this um at one point my mom was um really into the ouija board with my aunt and then they got really into it and it, like freaked everybody out <laughs> And then my mom was like into like the idea of like doing like a meditation, not a meditation, like it was actually kind of creepy. So basically my mom had gone schizophrenic at some point. Um, And then so she, my dad's mom, who we were living with at the time, she died. And then I feel like after that happened, she kind of like went off the deep end. And then it like this thing happened where it's like they were doing the Ouija board and then it almost felt like that was like the night when like people like for some reason it kind of just feels like they associate the Ouija board with her like going crazy. Mm. And then um then she started saying that she could after my grandma died that she could speak to my grandma and that she was like basically mediation mediating mm-hmm. her spirit through her body for us and she like was like basically like having us sit down and be like your grandma is like speaking to you through me right now and so like go ahead and like talk to her it actually freaked us like the fuck out and it was like not cool <laughs> and it was like did it freak you out because you believed it or did it freak you out I because did, it scared you like both oh, like okay. i was believing that it was like maybe true mm-hmm and then, because I was also, like, down to believe in, like, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Right. I wanted to believe, like, we were, like, magical people. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, wow, this is fucking crazy, like, that this is happening. But it was also fucking freaky as fuck. Yeah, I was imagine. like, I don't like this. And then, yeah. Um, Have you ever dabbled with the Ujibo? It was funny because, so anyways, my mom ended up passing away. Um, and then my sister and my cousins wanted to play in the Ouija board. And then I was like, fuck that shit. You mm-hmm. already know that we don't do that shit. <laughs> right. Y'all learn. Uh-huh. Cause, um, at one point, so my sister, this was like when I was in seventh grade or eighth grade and my sister was probably in high school and she was buying spell books from Hot Topic. <laughs> <laughs> and so <laughs> she China. was like already like 
being a witch. And so then we went to my cousin's house one weekend and they had the Ouija board and they were trying to play it. And then they were saying that, that this, I said, no, fuck you guys. And I like went to the other room mm-hmm. and they were saying that they, that the spirit they were talking to was my mom's spirit. And I was like, fuck you guys. Stop playing this shit. I don't like it. Stop. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. they were just like trying to get me to play with them. I was like, fuck you. Fuck yeah. off. And then that was basically, oh yeah. Then my dad ended up finding my sister's <laughs> hot topic spell books and like grounded the fuck out of her <laughs> and like punished the fuck out of her and like threw them away and, Dang. It was like this moment. <laughs> Short of burning her on the stake. I was like, this is just like Halloween town. <laughs> You're denying us of our roots. Um, Let us be. But so that had all happened. And then I was like, whatever. And then the next at the next point that I had ever encountered the Ouija board was like, um, the gay friends in LA that I had made, they were all pre-gaming before Akbar, and they decided to do the Ouija board. <laughs> was it know. near Halloween? Or was I think it just maybe. Like, oh, okay. I'm not really sure. I think it was maybe even Thanksgiving. I don't know. Oh. But I was like, fuck you guys, I'm out. You're being dumb. And then <laughs> I was just like, I don't care. Bye. Yeah. And then, but no, I have done, sp- not like spells. Yeah, I guess spells. I don't know if there's spells, but I've definitely done rituals with, energy and intent Mm. and words where like I speak what I want as I'm doing things with like candles and like burning stuff, burning like roses, burning flowers, burning, just burning, just burning. That sounds like spells. Yeah. Right. Oh, rituals, Mm -hmm. which are all uh, forms of the, Witchhood, we are a part of. Yes, the coven. The covens of the queer LBC. But I've also never fucked around with the board. Me either. Because I just feel like if my spirits need to talk to me, they'll find a way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what? I don't need a. I don't need to call upon you. Mm -hmm. But you know, give me a sign, motherfucker. I I listen. Yeah. (laughs) One thing I'm gonna do, I'm gonna listen. Mm -hmm. So then, done spells like that. Like a like a couple, and then what else have I done? And then my ex, he was like a white person. <laughs> He's a white boy, but he actually taught me how to do saging, and like how to stage up the place. Oh, okay. And do shit like that. And I was like, well, that's interesting, little white witch. <laughs> but a lot of people think I feel like people think that white people don't have witchcraft, but they do. Mm-hmm. And they know. they're yeah. shifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Most definitely white people mm-hmm. have witchcraft in them. Which I always think is interesting that, like, for something that's fake, every single culture has their own form They're of witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which oh, is yeah. like, how the fuck is... There's got to be something to it. Not every right. single person coming to the same conclusion. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. At this point, I've given up. Not given up. I just don't do anything anymore because I live a muggle life now. <laughs> but it's still in you, so why not bring it back? I know, I guess so. It's within but you. I still light incense, which is not witchcraft, but it's not. It's <laughs> but it makes me feel vibey. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like I'm doing something. And I still don't want to use sage anymore because I don't want to steal the native people's traditions for my own. That's what that white man told shit. you, ain't it? That's what I saw. And it's from some white person. Really? That they're using it? I thought the white people were using a ball of sage. Yeah. I mean, they are, yeah. But you ain't. Well, I guess half of you is. But, like, <laughs> you should be fine. 
I feel like people who need it need it more than I do. Yeah. But yeah, I just think that there's a over, uh, uh, what are they, uh, like, overuse? Overuse of it, yeah. Oh, yeah. I do not overuse it. Mm -hmm. It's like antibiotics. We grow our own outside. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Y'all can grab some if you need some. Oh, yeah, I'll grow some. I like some fresh one. And then my boyfriend's mom is definitely doing some kind of brouhaha. Because she, like, gave us, (laughs) she randomly gives us shit that I have no idea what it is. And I'm like, okay, this is some witch shit. So she <laughs> she gave us a random bowl that has like, I want to say there's sand in it and like a cinnamon stick in it. Okay. And then I think yeah. there's also like dollar bills in it. And then there's like some other shit in it. And I'm like, what the fuck is this lady? And she just gives it to us with like no context no and context. doesn't explain what it is. And I'm like, is this evil what? or good? No. <laughs> I feel like that's almost like, that's like a fortune uh, ritual spell. Yeah, that's okay. interesting. And then she also gave me a red pouch with a coin in it, and then that I'm supposed to keep. And then she also has like, what is that called? The uh, evil eye. Oh, like the, the, war- the symbol, the, the blue thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, she has that shit everywhere. And then she gave us a frog. I think it's like a Chinese frog with like a coin in its mouth. And we're supposed to point it away from the door or something. Hmm. I'm not as familiar with that one. Mm-hmm. You want to invite money in and not out? I think something like that. So she has lots of little little things she'd be doing. Hmm. That's cool. I remember growing up, like, like my family was talking about other family members. And they were, like, accusing them of being, like, witches. They're like, oh, they found their books. And they're doing all this. And that's how they control them. Like. <laughs> So I feel like every family has like some sort of shit like this going on. Some kind of weird shit. Yeah. That's like bad. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Because it's the the families come together and then they disperse and then somebody had to get that gift. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's sometimes it skips generations. So you just never know who withholds it. Because I also, even outside of my own family, I feel like I've heard like a connection between like witchcraft or brujaria with also mental illness. And I don't know why. Like, because I've, people don't understand and they, they tend to put mental illness. If a person speaks of that type of, I don't want to say like that energy, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> if they speak of that type of language and that type of um, energy, mm-hmm. people don't know how to take that. Mm. So they can only, take that towards mental illness and unfortunately i don't feel like that coincides with each other but mm-hmm. then again i'm not trained in it like dr mikey but i feel like that's a, a, individuals who don't understand will most definitely maneuver towards mental illness oh yeah definitely. when it comes to witchcraft mm-hmm. and things of that nature i just think in general like there's something about like people pushing the limits of their mind that like borderlines them to like insanity. Like think of like creative people, right? Where they say, mm. you know, uh, was yeah. it like one degree? What's that saying? Mm. I know there's a correlation between like p- people have mental health issues and, and being a creative. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that it's a stigma, right? Like because I think people struggle to accept that there can be something otherworldly, you know, outside of like what we know. And I think that's because of like, we're 
trying to we're being fed kind of like this christian nationalism right so like anything outside of that <laughs> is evil and like don't do it you know so i think that plays like a big role in vilifying like this this type of war- magic you know right. it's true that's so funny though it always has to come back to <laughs> oh we have to go to christian nationalism here at the queer lbc that's so funny and it's funny though that we all have like um we've all actually like dealt with it like we've actually tried to like have our hand at our own like witchcraft mm-hmm. yeah. which i it's funny it does seem like it's a gay thing huh no because i've, I've I don't, I don't really so. feel ever hear about like straight, straight men <laughs> talking about how they want to like do witchcraft. I'm a boy witch. I'm not a wizard <laughs> or a warlock. Right? I don't want to be a wizard or warlock either. That's right? lame. I hate that word. <laughs> warlock, wizard. That doesn't even seem cool. I yeah. want to be a boy witch. The end. <laughs> boy witch nation. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I, I want. Yeah, that is. Now that you say it like that, that is kind of true. Mm-hmm. That the straights don't believe in well straight males, because I feel like I hear chicks are open to that shit. Yeah, well, I think it goes back to like the witch, witch the witch is like a strong female character that's go. misunderstood and vilified. There you go. It resonates. Mm-hmm. I want to be hated. Spell <laughs> 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 on your ass. Because oh, it's all I can do is make shit up and <laughs> use and, a candle to wish. God damn it. I think that's actually probably a big reason why people turn to witchcraft is because, I mean. I'm at my wits end. Like, what else? What why why not give it a fucking yeah. try? Yeah. I had a friend who used to always go to, like, psychics. And they always tell her that she was cursed and she needed to pay them like so much money to burn these candles. Aww. Well, I mean, if they kept telling her, they were probably like, right. you still haven't got that cursed. <laughs> you better get right, get to it. Have you guys ever been to a psychic? Yeah, I've gone to a psychic. How was it? Um, It was cool. I think I've been to like, well, I've been to uh, like a friend. She, um... It's, I guess she, she wouldn't call herself a psychic. She would call herself more of like, um, like, like a uh, like an in between, like a, a, a communicator. Um, okay. So she connects to her guides, and they kind of give her oh, information. Okay. Um, so I've been, and like you go and just like you chat it up and get, and then you talk about like what brings you here, and then like you're talking and chatting, and it's like she's getting these messages and kind of like delivering them to you or wording them in a way or using them to like ask you questions. Mm. Um, and it always resonates whenever I go. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. Have you, I've haven't been to one face to face, but I have called a hotline. Called, no, no, it wasn't a hotline. I actually like follow, um, I don't know. I, I follow this person on Instagram so I made like an appointment and it's like probably about like five years after I've been in LA. So um, I made an appointment, I called and everything, and but I was at work so I was driving back from LAX. So I pulled over over there like off of La Cienega and motherfucking uh, by the airport. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, okay, cool. So they was like, okay, what is your three questions? And I asked about my love life, 
and uh, my career and then just something about my just me in general like I don't even care so then they start just like um then the person was like oh well like first off before we get started like you know like I'm giving this image like you are very like big light-skinned individual like are you gay I was like yeah big light-skinned <laughs> individual but uh, but like I've never seen this person like I mean like oh. this person don't follow me back on Instagram uh. so that's like you know what I'm saying so boom um I was like oh and it's like oh you is it I was like oh okay cool so I was like you know they was flirting this shit and I was like all right let's look let's <laughs> I, I ain't got time I, <laughs> I'm still on the clock um so I asked about um I got this interview like I just had this interview da 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 woo woo like am I gonna get the job and it was like um yeah like something's gonna come up you're gonna get uh it's probably gonna be here about the twentieth and things of that nature. Now my fuck up was I didn't ask her which I I've been going on a lot of interviews, but I didn't particularly ask about the particular one that I did want. Mm-hmm. I just asked generally. Why the fuck I get a call and and it was like, oh, like calling about this interview. And I was like, the fuck? I ain't apply to that. And not knowing that, like, this wasn't the job that I was asking about per se. This was just a job that I, you know, but I didn't ask them, like, which job it is and da 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 woo woo. Just like ask about my career, my career change. And I didn't even think about it until like a week later. I was like, damn, I ain't heard nothing. I was like, oh shit. I forgot that one place called me talking about an interview and I forgot that I didn't I didn't really sign up for it, but I've been signing up for so many interviews since I moved to LA. Mm-hmm. Like, why? I was like, I fucked up my own blessing. Um, <laughs> then in regards to my relationship, uh, my relationship had already ended with my ex. Uh, so I was like, oh, okay, like, am I going to get back out to, you know, like, blah, 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 blah. and it was like, and I'll honestly, you about to just take this time um, for yourself. And, you know, like, I don't really see you um, being in a relationship with anyone anytime soon. And I was like, oh, okay. And that turned out to be true. So I fucked up my first blessing. <laughs> <laughs> and then my second blessing is still blessing me. (laughs) (laughs) Shit has not changed. Right. (laughs) You're right. So I'm like, shit. Uh, But yeah, and I think something else, I I can't remember what she said about the third question, Um, but I also wanted to like, I wonder, I should make up another, I should make up uh, another appointment with that individual. Should. Yeah. It's expensive, but, because you only get like, you know, because they understand that people get bills in but they also get bills in you know um but it was like for like 15 minutes so i was like okay we got to quit the chit chat like all right but yeah so i also called miss cleo yeah miss mm. cleo adjacent um but i also would be interested in like i used to watch the medium like Teresa medium oh my god um, what's the old dude name? The um the little twink. Um he was on twink. E News. He was on E Entertainment on Entertainment. He Psyche did like twink. the he did like the Hollywood Medium. Have you ever seen Hollywood Medium? Mm-mm. Oh, so he's like this little um cute little white boy, just a little twink, and just <sighs> out here like, oh like 
he does like he do like the what's those people like the 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 Jimmy on the actors street. and you know and he was like oh like I've never heard you before but like also this motherfucker have his mama driving him around so he probably like he wasn't nothing but like <laughs> nineteen or some shit, um, nineteen or twenty medium? with Tyler something. What was his name? Tyler Henry. Top. Yep. Tyler Henry. So like when I watch his shit too, it also speaks to me. And so he's an actual medium. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I went to a psychic that was on the street that I lived on uh. when I was like living in Norwalk. And me and my friend went to go see the psychic and she couldn't even tell that I was gay. So her read was definitely not on. So <laughs> what did I, you ask her? Uh, I asked her she? about my love life. Oh, okay. And she mentioned a girl. Was that your first like, girlfriend? No. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was already broken up with her, oh, I damn. think. <laughs> and no, she Dang. was wrong. Fraud. And I went to another psychic in San Diego with my ex mm. and the site we went in separate sessions and then the psychic told my ex that he needs to um stop stressing me out oh, oh. this is your last ex yeah oh or otherwise he's gonna lose me oh accurate and she was correct what what did he when he found this information he did he nothing you. to <laughs> he did nothing to heed her warning. <laughs> did the psychic tell you anything about him? him? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. She didn't let me in on that. Mm-mm. Fraud too. Right? Fraud also. That's interesting. Yeah. Would I you go th- again? Um mm, for entertainment purposes. <laughs> like if I was with a group of people or like a funny date with my boyfriend. Um, but I wouldn't take it seriously. But I did like Sylvia Brown on Montel. Oh, I love now, Sylvia the, Brown. Yeah, I did too. I she was the fakest real deal ever. I love that. I mean, she was the Montel Williams. With mm-hmm. them nails. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, she was the worst. But I love those episodes of Montel the best. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to a psychic? Or did we... Um, Would you be? Yeah, a I've been to uh, a few shops. Like I think they just like red cards told me a few things yeah i mean some of it resonates i feel like it was just very general so i'm just like "Mm." right yeah it's very zodiac yeah it is very zodiac (laughs) yeah which are you part of the zodiac Mm -hmm. i love zodiac i do too and that tarot like you know a good tarot readers Mm. i have some friends who actually give me tarot readers every now and again so gives me back in balance so to speak I had my tarot read once and I was like, I think this is accurate that I can read whatever I want into these cards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. But yeah, it's interesting. But I think it's also like that is like then intention setting, right? Like if you can read something into it and you get mm-hmm. something out of it, then like you can manifest that because now you have something besides you believing in it. I even yeah. feel like that that's what this is really about where it's like, Oh, it's not just me who thinks I could do this or this is advice from other people. And I think it's easier for people to f- move with that. Yeah. It also like just like prompts you to think mm-hmm. about different areas. Mm-hmm. What are you doing to manifest <laughs> anything? <laughs> who me? <laughs> yeah, you. I manifest all the time. 
That's like I remember I told y'all how I say my. Oh yeah, um, consider it a, my prayer, but my daily affirmation manifestation to the universe. To mm-hmm. the universe. So the universe is always around me, and I'm always encouraging it to provide me with insight. I also inform it to you know let me allow myself to live and love life to the fullest. Mm-hmm. There's a new um, alien movie on. I think it's. I don't know Amazon Netflix something and it looks like straight up propaganda (laughs) it's anti-alien propaganda what Mm -hmm. I believe it it's making us try to be don't even say the name because we ain't gonna even give it no views I was trying to scare you out the other I'm just warning you guys they always do though Mm -hmm. they always try to scare the aliens it's uh, it's called like I think the name of it is don't even do it it's called like (laughs) there's no way for you to not die like oh that's like the name <laughs> of the name movie. of it. Something like that. Like they all, there's no fucking coming, escape. They're coming to get you. Don't, the bus yeah. that can never stop. <laughs> <laughs> so wait. So what are you guys playing for this Halloween coming up? Well, um, um, a lot of things. I think my coworker has already claimed me that I am going to his Halloween party. Uh at some point, which is like I think the Saturday, okay. mm. and then I'm like, okay, I guess I'll go. And are then you gonna wear that famous outfit? My for famous that, outfit, yeah. Oh, hoping it, show up and show out. I'm trying to, okay, because I mean, all of them are gonna be wearing like a fucking dumb nothing costume, and so I just have to be like super extra duper. Okay. And then you're gonna be like wearing a beer can or like a hot dog <laughs> that they got from Look, Target. Right. <laughs> The thought. And then our neighbors are telling us that they want to do a Halloween party too. And then my bestie, his birthday falls around uh, late October. So pretend I have to do something for that too. And then, yeah, what about you guys? Um, I'm trying to think. I know. Um,. Friends are having events around that time. Mm. I think there's like the 29th here in Long Beach. There's like a comedy and cumbia night that's Halloween themed mm. on the 29th. I guess that uh, I think there's something going on on the 30th as well that's Halloween themed that we're doing. Um, but I think what I do with my family is we do um, family costumes. Oh, okay. And we do that every year and we take pictures and it's like, you know, people do like Christmas pictures. Like we do Halloween pictures in our costumes. Um, and I think this year we're going to be super Mario brothers. Oh, shit. Fun. That'd I be think. nice. But I need to figure, we need to figure out who's who. Very cute. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. I guess it's always <laughs> given. That's fun and cute. Right. I like that idea. Yeah. Very nice. Do you know what you're going to be for? Not for your family, but you know, like one of your main costumes. I always just use the same costume. So you recycle. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Like, I recycle too. Otherwise, I would really want to be like, um, I went to the spirit store and they had like all these Beetlejuice things. I would something like Beetlejuice themed. I'm going to be like Lydia. You should be like Lorena Bobber watching Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> Handing out jobs all around. <laughs> Spooky. What about you, Kristoff? So I am going to, I have a couple of parties as well. 
Um, and one of my parties that I go to annually is out like in um, like the Colton area. Like mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. In the boonies? Yeah. Um, and it's like it's a it's a party for the parties. Mm-hmm. So that I'm thinking of, I'm going to that, and then also just gonna be out at any party that I get invited to because I'm always down to show up at a party because I will wear a different costume every time. Just go up in my bag of tricks and see what's out there. That's but my cool. main costume that I'm thinking about doing for this um, season for Halloween is. Have you guys ever seen Mad Max? So it's probably it's almost going to be a little bit off of my Beyonce custom, outfit, my mm-hmm. custom Beyonce outfit. That's smart. Um, and then just go and go off that and fully do it. Fully, fully do it. Yeah. So I, I would have to be at a gay party or in WeHo to do it because I feel like I want to wear like just look just like how Tina Turner did in Mad Max, mm-hmm. and just like you know leggings, and then the shirt and. The hair, the hair, the the all, the, all of it. I'm gonna try yes. to do it all. That's gonna be funny. That'd be so, great. That's gonna be the one. Okay, I'll reveal what my costume might be. Well, I already showed you. Yeah, you showed us. All right, but do you don't have a? Did you come up with a name for yours yet? What would you? Because mm, you true. told us the inspiration of that individual. I guess I would call it like a evil robotic. Alien. Okay. Something. Evil robot alien. Something like that. Evil. Evil. Or maybe you're just interpreting me as evil. No, no, no. Who? He or you? The the viewer to my costume. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm a sweetheart. I'm a sweetheart. Alien monster. (laughs) But yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Halloween will always be my favorite Mm -hmm. um, holiday. Because I just get to dress up and have fun and be in character of somebody else. It's about time orange gets some use. The only time we <laughs> see orange as a color. During the season. Other than Home Depot. It's Halloween. <laughs> have you guys ever done that Oogie Boogie Bash shit? Yeah. You talk mm-hmm. about uh, motherfucking Monster Mash? No. Oh. Disneyland. Oh, no. I ain't never did that. No. Yeah, I love Nightmare for, Before Christmas, um, but we had a, a friend who wanted us to come, so they got us tickets, so we went. I wouldn't I wouldn't go, like... What year was this? Uh, I think it was a few years ago. Was yeah. It? it was cool. Like, you go around, you collect candy, people are in costumes, like, everyone's in the season. I think it's cute, and I love it, because, like I said, I love Nightmare for Christmas, so, like, everything is, like, they have special stuff around that time, so I dig it. That's I like cool. it, and then they give good candy. They're not they're not skimpy. Full candy bar sizes? No, I mean it's like the little fun size, but you know, they'll give you multiple. Me and my boyfriend went to uh, Disney during Halloween season. It was nice because mm-hmm. we got together around October, so it's like our like anniversary season is mm. Halloweeny. Oh, that's cute. So it's fun. It's special. It's special. Fun and special. That's when Are I you asked him to do anything fun and special. I'm trying to think of some shit to do. I can't reveal. Did you? Do y'all go to um, do like the haunted hayride or the mazes like at Universal or Knotts? We did the haunted hayride, and I think it was the year of COVID. <laughs> oh my god, it was horrible. It was like 
there was no hayride. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like you literally were just in your car and it was like you go through like this like Halloween decorated basically drive up until you like get into like a movie like almost like a drive-in movie area and then there's like not scary farm style freaks running around the cars mm-hmm. trying to scare you and making loud noises while a silly Halloween themed film played <laughs> three vignettes horribly made very low production mm. and while it was silly it was kind of a waste <laughs> you was kind of what? It was kind of a waste, but it was cute. How many stars? Three point five. Oh, not bad. Out of ten. Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, right? <laughs> oh, never I've never experienced any of the like horror nights or none of the not Disney, scary not mm-hmm. very farms Halloween. Because mm-hmm. I feel like there's so many people and just like too much. Yeah. Yeah, like if you go to like those things. You're only going to get into a few mazes because there's so many people trying to get into all of them. Especially um, Universal. I feel like Universal is the way more popular one now. I've never been, but like everything seems a lot more like realistic and scary. It's a little too scary. Too scary. scary. I've been to the Not Scary Farm one um, when I was like in high school and I was like, oh, get the fuck away from me. Mm-hmm. These fucking people jumping in your face. That's not, I'm not about that shit. <laughs> and then I went to the one at Six Flags. And I had the same vibe where I was like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, it was cool. Just stay the fuck away from me. So it's not not scary because it's not scary. So it is scary. It's a little bit. Of I wouldn't call it scary. It's just more like anxiety provoking. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> not, not anxiety provoking farm. Because they try to scare you with like big sounds. Yeah, and like they jump, like the people that jump right out at you and pretend to stab you. Mm-hmm. So I don't find that calm. That's calm at all. As yeah. a trauma victim, I would. <laughs> what else? Any other Halloweeny thoughts? Mm-hmm. What else do you do in fall to get uh, cozy? What do you do to fall it out? How do you like to celebrate the season? Mm. It's look. I don't know if you guys ever heard of the music group, The Neighborhood. Mm-mm. But they came out with a song years ago called "Sweater Weather." Mm-hmm. Well, they don't say it like "Sweater Weather," but it's <laughs> "Sweater Weather," and that's I love a good hoodie sweater with a, a hot toddy, and I'm and I'm, <laughs> and I'm good to go. That's enough season. I used to love bonfires, but now I just feel like the smoke be on my clothes for too long. Mm. And it's just like, now nah, I smell like a fucking walking fire log for a few days. Weird. Anyway. That's right. When we talk about them ancestors, they say, and y'all don't bring our culture up on y'all. <laughs> you said that among the moors. Oh, well. Oh, that ain't how you say it, though, is it? Anyways, I did, um, I did an offerenda for a Honda Holidays commercial, and it was the biggest amount of money I've ever seen be put behind a cultural art like an artistic cultural thing. Mm. So I thought that was cool. We had like so many fucking orange carnations everywhere. Are there carnations? No. Marigolds. Uh, marigolds. Simpasuchi. We had so much of that shit. It was insane. It was cool. Um, so I've made an offerenda, yes. 
but it was to the I guess Honda ancestors. Honda <laughs> ancestors. The hatchbacks, the Civic. <laughs> Those are no longer with us. But <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Um, what about you, sir? I don't even know what it is. I've also painted many a face. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the the Katrinas, right? Yeah, I do. I have often done that. You know what? No, you, you did ours. I did that for Dr. Mikey. Oh, nice. I painted his like, face. It's in the dark. You did all their faces? All their, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. His whole nice. family's I've, face. I've seen that before. Mm-hmm. I've seen that photo. That's amazing. I haven't per se participated, but when I lived in Cleveland, they had something f- similar to it, but it was the Italians. Wait, was he Italian or was he Mexican? <laughs> in Hollywood, in- you never can tell. <laughs> well, hell, I don't. But they practiced something of that because it was like the the Walking of the Dead. Was it some? Well, explain more. Giant puppet know, things. They uh almost like Coco. Like they're just walking mm-hmm. the street with um people have their face painted like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, was the Italian or Mexican? <laughs> <laughs> he had to be. God damn. Well, hell. Well, I feel stupid. It's funny. Because <laughs> he went to a Catholic church, but like, duh, Mexicans could be Catholic too. <laughs> Do you think that, is there anything specific to the black culture you think that is different for you and Halloween? Yeah, everybody go to church on Halloween. What? Yeah. Okay, news, flash. Yeah, like, instead <laughs> of, like, we didn't, when we was growing up, when we were with our grandmother, like we like church was our Halloween. Really? Like we had to go to church. Like we wasn't bringing that evil and the mm. devil and all that aspect. Like we were going to revivals. Wow, that's Dang. interesting. I never ever knew that. Yeah. So the churches are very packed. Wow, that makes sense. Of course, that's where you would want to go. Right. Right. Good. Don't steal my candy, Christian kids. <laughs> That's funny. How crazy. Interesting. So, yeah. So, after that, it was just like, I'm in the streets. Mm, she's never looked back. Never. That's funny. Hmm. So, is that it for the spooky season episode? Anything else? I don't have any. Think I can think Do y'all like scaring people? No. What do you mean scary people? I'm a kind person. Okay, now. <laughs> <laughs> My boyfriend likes scaring me, though. You know, like a quick little squid, like if you were home and you're like, boo, or like, hey, or like mm. jump out in front of your husband. Yeah, no, I don't do that. <laughs> no, because he's about to run up on me. My boyfriend likes Wait, to do no, this like thing that. where he'll like, just like all of a sudden be next to me and like staring right at me. <laughs> and I turn around and he's there and I'm like, oh my fucking God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Although I love scaring people. I'm like, get the hell away from me. In a funny way, like, oh. Are you like, like Ellen DeGeneres, psychopath? No, 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 no. Take like sick pleasure in hurting people? Like when she'll have guests and she'll just have them popping up out of nowhere? Yeah. Oh, I, mean, I guess I'll do it like that. She but. should work at Not Scary Farm. She gets off on. She would be good at that. <laughs> Anything else, sirs? No, I think this Not is all. Mm-hmm. We're spooked out. Woo, that was very scary. 
Well, everybody, first of all, this is probably the last episode of this season. So savor this episode, y'all. We will be going on a question mark break. We will see you when we see you. But also, if you are desperately wanting us to come back, then please leave a five-star review (laughs) on Apple Podcasts and also Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps us out. Thank you. Or send us a I miss you guys or I love you guys email to queerlbc at gmail.com. Send in your questions. Send in your questions. Yes. Thank you, Dr. Mikey, for reminding me. Next season, there will be Dr. Mikey answers questions (laughs) segment. Ask Dr. Mikey. So, if you have questions about anything, what to do with your gay life, questions about romance, questions about your partner, questions about anything, call Dr. Mikey for a real therapist's point of view that you cannot actually take. Can he? T- can they take advice from you? Um, this is meant for entertainment purposes. For entertainment purposes <laughs> only. <laughs> but please ask him your questions for entertaining yes. answers. Be entertained. Ask him your his point of view. Mm-hmm. Ask Dr. Mikey's point of view. Yes. Um, but yes, I think that wraps the spooky season episode, season finale. Ooh. It's been a long road. It's season been a two long season. We did it. We did it. We did it, Queer LBC. All right, everybody. From all of us here at the Queer LBC podcast. You're spooky enough. You're scary enough. And doggone it. (laughs) People are scared of you. Fierce. All right. Good night, everybody. Happy Halloween. Let the bed bugs bite. Happy Halloween, Long Beach.